Hi, I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. And we are... I Wanna, wanna wear, wear Your Skin! Hi! Hi, 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 hi. Uh, wow. We're, we're a day late. Yeah. We were supposed to release this podcast yesterday, but we're recording it today. And releasing it. And releasing today. it today. All in one. Yep. Because it's summertime, and... Um, like the Lana Del Rey song says, <laughs> it's summertime madness. Yeah. Is that what the song says? I actually don't know. I honestly don't know if I've ever heard a Lana Del Rey song. Uh, Let's say that that's what it says then. Yeah. But we just are. Yeah. Just busy, um, man. Busy. Jobs. Tra- dogs. Traveling. Traffic. Weirdness. Summer. You know? Summer. Like, what are you going to do? So... So here we are. Um, we're recording today, and um, I don't have any other updates, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think I so. I had things to say, It has been, don't. like, a little bit of a minute since we last seen each other, but yeah. we both have just been so busy that, yeah. like, all the updates are like, what have you been doing? Working a shit ton? Being exhausted all the time? Needing a nap all the time? Oh, my God. Just yeah, every day. Every day I need a nap. So. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... Summertime naps. Mm. That's the song that I'm singing this song. Um, but our babe score this week uh, has taken a pretty big leap up yeah. to 1352. What a, what a year. We know? doing it. We doing it. We're, we are just inching our way to 2,000 babe scores, which will make us 20% of the way to Bieber fever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's all we want in this world. Just to be Bieber babes. Bieber babes. Yep. If you are not already a Patreon subscriber, um, at the, I believe, two fleece blanket level, you get access to our private Facebook group where Mm -hmm. we go live while we watch the movies, and you get to be a part of the Facebook group, which is called I Wanna Wear Your Skin Podcast Babes, because everyone that listens to this podcast is a babe, and that's just real. That's just your way to wear it as a badge. For real, ma'am. For real. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, you can see, um... How big the bags underneath my eyes grow every week. Yeah. And sometimes shrinks, but it's mostly growing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, if I stop talking, it's because I, I fell asleep. I can't wear my glasses right now because I have pimples where my glasses sit. Oh, owie. Yeah. I'm so that's sorry. where we're at. Yeah, in our lives. That's thirty, man. I'm eating pickles and drinking beer. I'm drinking a Rainier. Yeah, what 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 are you drinking <laughs> this week, Jill? Good old Rainier. Good old Rainier. What and are you drinking, smoking? Kayla? I am drinking an energy drink because I desperately need it, and I am smoking out of my packs this week uh, a strain called Black Afghani Rose, which is an indica. And let me tell you, it is fantastic, but also not helping, like, my mellow, sleepy vibe by yeah. any means. Like, I definitely should have checked to see what was in the vape before I came over. But my this, bad. Is, this is where we're at. And, yep. um, the movie that we watched today. I can't even. We don't know I don't how even, this I, is going to go. I don't, I, li- I don't know how this talk is going to go. This is a weird one. This is a crazy weird one. And we found out. At the end of the movie, that it was actually a true story. A true story. Which makes it even so weirder. weird. Even it's fucking so weird. weird. This, like, legitimately happened. It just, it was hard to follow. 
was just a lot. I don't even, maybe there we're were just tired, but it was a lot. No, like, and we've said that before when, like, we're like, oh, my God, this movie had so many plots, so much stuff was going on, so many things happened. But this one, I feel, is really the fucking one because I, yeah, I felt like the movie should have been over in the first five minutes because so much fucking happened in totally. those first five minutes. Really quick, I just noticed that I'm eating, um, I think they're called corticones. I don't know, yeah. like the teeny tiny pickles. Mm-hmm. And on the jar it says the serving size is six pickles. Six exact, but, well, you better not fucking eat five and a half. I'm going to eat like 20. <laughs> Why am I going to eat six fucking teeny tiny one inch pickles? That six six. Pi- Six pickles isn't even, like, a half of a normal pickle. No! That's also why I don't bullshit with those. I I always get the giant whole, like, dill pickles and, like, the giant barrel size jar. Because, like, when I'm eating a pickle, I'm eating an entire pickle right then and there. I'm also eating an entire pickle right now. Because I'm sure, like... It's just tiny. I'm sure a whole jar equates to one pickle. Probably. Yeah, Yeah, it's like that, like, huge pickle in a jar. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah, I love the pickles in the bags. Anyways, this is not a pickle podcast. <laughs> it's this... not, I didn't even start liking pickles until like a year ago. For even. real? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Um, okay, so the movie. pickle lover over here. It's called Appointment for a Killing, <laughs> which sounds fun. It does. It sounds like a dentist who is murdering people that come in for their dental appointment. Yeah, because that's also... So once again, Lifetime sets us up with two wrong things. The first wrong thing is by telling us that this movie came out in 2003. Lie! A quick Google search will let you know that it was actually 1993, which it's obvious and apparent. The second is the synopsis, which is also the same synopsis on IMDb, which tells you a, of a completely different movie. So, the synopsis is, The wife of a dentist suspects her husband of multiple homicides. After sharing her concerns with the authorities, she is convinced to help bring him to justice, but at what price? I mean, that is true, but it's like that reveal doesn't come until the middle of the movie. No, I, but also, like, yeah, her... what what At least from what I thought is that that she was going to start thinking that he was a killer. Yeah. And that she was going to, like, discover it, as opposed to what actually happened in this movie was him telling her. Literally telling like, her that he was a murderer. I'm a murderer. And Don't she tell being anyone. like, what? And then helping police out. So they're, so already the shape of the movie is wrong. But then also, like, I thought, yeah, like Jill was saying, that there was going to be, like, dentistry murder. Like, dentistry torture, maybe, even. Like, there was a torturous scene where we had to watch a nun get her teeth cleaned. Oh, yeah. And Ugh. we both had to look away. Ugh, just getting drilled, just a hard drill in her mouth. And not like you'd oh, like. Oh, my God. <laughs> bad sister. Oh, no. Definitely not like bad sister by any means. But it is funny that there was a, sister. a random yeah. sister nun in there. Um... So, you've said the synopsis. Yeah. What was the alternative title? I forget. The alternative title was something really mundane that I did not write down. Uh, but... Oh, but what was it? 
I'll IMDB it real quick, but and while I'm doing that, the other thing is is that Patrick Swayze's brother was in the movie. Don Swayze. Um, which I had no idea that there was another famous Swayze in the mix. They look alike. So much alike, yeah. Like, Don Swayze is literally just a brunette Patrick Swayze, and I feel really bad. With a bandana. Because he's been in, like, a million, like, made-for-TV movies and TV shows, and obviously, like, I ne- I've never seen him before. I'm I didn't know he had a brother. Him. Yeah. Oh, it's called Beyond Suspicion. Right. Yeah, so... I guess that's way more accurate than appointment for a killing. I think so, yeah. Like, I was literally expecting someone to get murdered in a dentist chair. I was waiting the whole time, and it never happened. And it just did not fucking happen. You just drilled that nun one time. Yep, yep, that's it. And she lived. So, let's just just open with the beginning of the movie. The throes of lovemaking. A sex scene. And... Pretty aggressive, which... Fine. They're both consenting. Yeah. But, like, rolling. Like, they were, like, laying in the bed horizontally as opposed to vertically, and then they were just rolling, like, on top of each other, like, from the head of the bed to yep. the foot of the bed. And it's not even moaning. It was just like, ah. 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 weird, almost, like, hurting noises. I, I don't, don't know. I can't, yeah, like, just, uh, like, you got, you got, you got a fart pain, you know? You got, yeah. like, a, you got some, some digestive gas, stress. Some gas buildup. You need to, you need to look into some probiotics, you know? Give um, me some pickles. Yeah, but have a fucking pickle, asshole. More than six. So, we're like, okay, okay, here's a sex scene, and then... She thanks him for the sex, and he goes, it's my job. Which, th- at, at that point, we were both like, like, is he a sex worker? Like, why is that his job? Like, what, what's up? So then the next scene is him coming downstairs at a different house. Not coming, though. <laughs> not coming. Because that's, it, funnily enough, not his job. No. Um, it's not. He's a dentist. He's a dentist. He comes downstairs, and it's a different woman who is his wife, and his son is there, and you're like, oh, that was an affair. Like, he was cheating on this lady. So, you're like, okay, I wonder how this is all tied in together. So then he goes to work, I think, right? Yeah, he goes to work, and he is having this conversation. Well, like, he pops into the waiting room, and he says, like, hello to everyone there. And it's a very, like, working-class crowd, and also a very, like, diverse crowd. Mm -hmm. And everyone loves him. Like, all of his patients are like, oh, doctor. Like, so obviously, like, he's a good dentist, uh, as far as we can tell from his patients. From his yeah. patients. And then He's charismatic, that's for sure. He talks to uh, the the gals in the office that work for him, and they're just like, hey, this bill collector was calling again. Like, you know, they're saying that you owe all this money. That we're like, we can't pay our rent this yeah. month. And he, like, he essentially, like, insults the people calling. Like, oh, like, the, they don't know what they're talking about. Like, they're, they're idiots. Like, just you just keep ignoring them. Like, you, you know... Well, he's like, because apparently what's going on is that he's giving a break to a lot of his clients, their patients, because they don't have the money to pay or, like, whatever, Mm -hmm. and he's like, I'm just gonna keep doing that. Yeah. And I have to say that, like, that aspect of his character is never fully explained. Yeah. Like, it's explained in the sense of, like, he murders a lot of people, spoiler alert. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, we were gonna tell you, And so, he enjoys murdering them. Yeah. And he's trying to get all this money, but it's not like he explains that the money is going towards his patients that he's... Yeah. Or his office, like... Yeah, or keeping his business afloat. I just don't understand we don't why know. that storyline was in there. Yeah. Other than to just say he's kind of a good person sometimes. And well, and like, and now that I know that it's a true story, because that was the very last excerpt of the movie, maybe in real life... He was one of those guys that everyone loved and yeah. everyone thought was, like, this great family man and just, like, you know, like, a, a good doctor, a good dentist. It was, like, like, really popular. The community wasn't a big, like, part of this movie. So, like, no, needing, it wasn't. knowing how the community perceived him didn't really matter no. to the basic storyline of the movie. Yeah, but, but they made sure to bring up this point, like, at least three different times yeah. throughout the movie. So it's weird that they harped it, on him. It was very bizarre. Yeah. Um, then his mistress shows up at yes. work and wants to have sex in his chair. From that first scene, and all the ladies in the office know what's going on and kind of just, like, roll their eyes and, like, purposefully turn a blind eye to it. Yeah. He's like, they'll never know. And then the doors close, and you, like, hear them moaning behind Yeah, the like, everyone hears them fucking. And so there was some office chair action. Cool. Some dentistry love making if you will yeah it was i mean i guess that that's what you're into i don't know like that's like the the farthest thing from my mind in a dentist's office oh yeah and then he tells her like you gotta get out of here we can't do this again yeah i just need you i just need you so much and i turn to joel and i'm like what's so fucking great about this guy i still don't know like we we and we never found out so, um, <coughs> then it cuts to a scene with his wife and, like, her friend and coworker talking about their marriage. Yeah, and she, like, definitely knows that he's cheating on her, at least has in the past. And even calls him a womanizer to her friend. Yeah. So. So that's cool. I guess. Uh, and she just seems, like, very level-headed, but she's yeah. just like, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm married into. It's like, well, shit, like... What are you gonna do? Leave. Like, don't... get out. Don't fucking deal with it. Then he picks up Don Swayze, who was in jail, Mm. and he takes this ex-convict to his mom's house. His mom, Renata, who is a psychic. Which, okay, pause. What? She's the best character in the whole movie, and she's only in it for, like, five minutes. And it's also insane... That there's a psychic in it. Yeah, so, like, Don And there's not really a point. Yeah, because he, he's just, he, what he says is he, after he picks him up from jail is, oh, I I really need a home-cooked meal, and this dentist is like, let me take you. Stan says to him, would you like a home-cooked meal? And he's like, yeah, that sounds cool. Oh. He doesn't even, like, suggest it. Stan's just like, let me take you to my mom's house. I think that's when I was really busy into Googling more about Don Swayze. Even if you didn't, it's very confusing. Yeah. This movie was weird. And everything happens very quickly. Like, each scene, I I would say that, that, that... the whole movie is comprised of very short scenes, and those scenes lasting maybe a max a minute long before oh they completely God. cut to a new one. Um, so, but his, but the dentist mom is fucking tight. Like all the, imagine all the stereotypical psychic shit. Like 
tarot and skulls and crystals and so like herbs. A palm reading poster in her kitchen. Yeah. And like the Don Swayze's like, what's this? And Stan's like, um, that's how you read palms. The doy. The doy. Um, then Renata talks about hating Stan's dad. Stan is the dentist. Hating his dad because he was a good guy. Because he's a good man. And he didn't want to ever do anything, like, outside of the law. Yeah, like, the, and that's literally her gripe. She's like, he worked at, at, at this job for his whole life and wouldn't even jaywalk. Like, and she's just like, I just don't, I just don't like it when people follow the rules. You never get far if you follow the rules. So it's like, oh, Fuck the rules, Okay, man. like, damn, alright. Um, then Don Swayze and Stan go to this old couple's house. Yeah. And Stan walks up and pretends he's like an insurance agent. And the old man is hella nice. He's like, yes, come in. And then Stan pulls First out a mistake. tiny gun. A tiny gun. Um, and he kills them. Mm-hmm. Um, and him and... Don Swayze do something with the bodies. Well, that's the thing. They keep the bodies in the house. They they, they just leave. They just leave. So that's why I was telling Joe, I'm like, why is Don Swayze character even here right now? Because Stan just literally did, he drove them over there, he got out of the car, he killed them, and he left. Like, there was no reason to have this person even exist. I don't. No. But then we find out, uh, right as he's leaving this house, we scan over to a photo of his mistress and her husband's wedding photos. So then we realize that this old couple isn't just a random couple. It's actually the in-laws of his mistress. Yeah. And, well, we didn't know that until later on in the movie because it was very unclear whose parents they Yeah, were. like, we thought, actually, at first that it was, it was her parents because they weren't specific. And and because Gloria, the mistress, shows up at the hospital with her husband, and he's like, yeah, they're gone, and he says it very nonchalantly, and then Gloria freaks the fuck out. Yeah, so that's so why we, we thought, thought it was her parents. Yeah, we thought it was her parents. Yeah, but it was he not. was like, they're gone. They're both Gone. And then she goes and has a conversation with Stan, and it's clear that they had devised the murder together. That she wants the money from the will, and that their whole plan is to kill her husband so that they can share fifty or five hundred thousand dollars between the four, three of them. Yeah, three of them: yeah. Don Swayze, the That's dentist, right. and his mistress. So, like, right off the bat, what a fucking sloppy ass murder. So, like. Literally three people are dying in the course of, what, a couple weeks from each other? Yeah. And then she inherits, like, this whole family and her recently married husband's money. Like, that, it's that's just, just, that's sloppy. That's fucking sloppy. It was very sloppy. <sighs> then we get to a scene where Stan's wife, Joyce, is talking to her best friend who she had previously told that she knows that her husband's cheating on her. Mm-hmm. And she's talking to her best friend. Her best friend's like, yeah, you know, I'm, like, having sex with this dude, and he's really unhappy with his wife. So, like, just everyone is normalizing having sex with someone who's married. Yeah. As opposed to normalizing polyamorous relationships. Like, and she's also married as well. So she's cheating on her husband with a guy who is cheating on his wife. It's just a lot. And, and Joyce is, your, is like, mm. Yeah. Joyce uh, well, is how's like, Well, oh, how's the okay. relationship going, though? 
Yeah, is everything, like, cool, though? Like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. It's just everyone's yeah. everyone's having an affair, which is, like, is that... Am I, have just, we missed out on something? Was the 90s just, like, a party central? Well, I don't know. I yes. mean, that's where we got yeah. jumpers from. Exactly. People didn't have time for multiple pieces of clothing. Yeah, fuck that. Um, then Joyce goes to the office. Uh-huh. And she's gonna surprise Stan or something. Yeah, like, uh, get lunch with him, I think was the plan. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. stupid. And his, uh, receptionists are all like, no, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll go grab him for you. She's like, no, I'm fine. Yeah. And then she walks in to Stan and Gloria having sex in his dentist chair again. Again. And instead of saying, oh, honey, I'm sorry, he says... Well, you know that 70 to 80% of husbands cheat on their wives, right? Yeah, like, what? This is just part of it. Yeah, but he also, like, chases her down onto the street with his shirt off, yelling Mm -hmm. at her that she's overreacting and that she needs to stay and that he loves her. And and it was only one time. And that also, like, it's kind of her fault is definitely the vibe. Like, he's definitely, like, yelling at her in, like, a a way, like, he's angry at her for catching him. Like You should have known! Like, how didn't you know? Like, you knew. Like, what? Like, it was just very bizarre. And she rightfully tells him... To fuck himself yeah. and drives away. So props to fucking Joyce. Joyce is tight. I like yeah. Joyce. Yeah, she she really is. Um, then she goes to work at the potato chip company. Which we <laughs> saw some pretty sweet footage of potato chips being made, and we wish that that was actually the rest of the movie. Was the potato I chip watch factory? The potato chip factory. It looked so interesting and cool. There was a conveyor belt that jiggled the potato chips, so they were like jumping like popcorn. And then someone had to like see the quote unquote bad potato yes. chips and throw them away. Yeah, I want that job. I will eat every single bad potato chip yeah. in a factory. Uh, but the factory workers are making fun of her because she caught yeah. her husband cheating. Like, literally a lady said, like, she caught him in the chair. And all Everyone the women laughs. was just like, <laughs> like, stupid lady dating so. and marrying a dentist. Oh, my goodness. Like, I don't, I didn't know. She should have known. Um... Then she has a conversation with Stan. I honestly don't remember what he said. I just remember that he was hella manipulative. He's, like, gaslighting her. He's like, you need me. Even though his business isn't making any money, so if he's, like, saying something financial, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Um, He does tell her that no one would ever love her like he loves her and the way he loves her. And then he even made a reference that, like, well, you're gonna miss the sex. Like, he made that kind of reference. I think I'm good, still. Yeah, and she was just, like, still, like, no, we good here. Yeah, that's like, a no thanks. It's, it's fine. Pass. But then, Joyce comes home, and Stan's really sad, and he's like, my mom had a stroke, and I was too late, and she died. Yeah. Which was the worst part of the movie, because Renato was the greatest character. Exactly, we didn't even get to say, like, bye to that bad bitch. And then, shortly thereafter, we discover that Brad, the husband of Gloria the Mistress, has been murdered. Yes. It was, like, a an explosive, correct? Yeah, like, once again, him and Don Swayze staged, like, an accidental murder uh, that 
once again, Don Twizzle didn't need to be. Street. Yeah, like, didn't need to be a part of. And took off. And then Gloria inherited all of that family's money. But then, meanwhile, Joyce goes to a fucking kid's birthday party and overhears one of the moms mention an article in the paper uh, about all these people that have been tied to Dan, who were also Stan, who were also dead. Right. And so then she's like, "I'm gonna look into this." Mm-hmm. But Which- also, they kill Brad. And then Stan puts Brad's body in the fucking passenger seat of his car. Yes. And then very loudly peels out of where they were. Yes. It's just like the worst murder. We literally, like every single time a new scene would happen, we literally didn't know what the fuck was going on. I still don't. Yeah. I don't understand. I can't. I, I, I'm having a really hard time like following this timeline. Like, we watched the movie mostly in silence for the first time. Like, usually we, like, chat the whole fucking way through or are laughing or are making jokes. And we had to just, like, watch the movie with our fucking mouths open. Because this was also the first time they both had watched it, too. So we were really not expecting this. Yeah. There are a lot of parts where we literally just like, what? Why? Um, Who are then you? What are you doing? Stan breaks into Joyce's house because she has since moved out on her own because yes. she's an independent woman and does not need Stan. Don't need him. Uh, he breaks in. He, like, grabs her throat and he tells her that he murdered Brad. Yeah. And that if she tells anybody, he'll kill her too. Yeah. And then they have sex. Well. No. I thought... Not uh, that night. No, not that night? Oh, no. okay. For some reason, I thought that's what they alluded to afterwards. Because I thought... They do have sex at some point. Because I thought the next morning she woke up and was like... No. Oh, am I confusing their two... I think they're, I think it was a different time when they okay. had sex. Because, like, she was, like, comforting him about his mom's death. That's right. That's, that's when they, when had, they sex. had sex. Yeah. And then she was like, this was a bad idea. Yeah. The, and then he comes and over then he breaks came into the over. house. Yeah, and that's when and it's then he immediately. But then he stays over and makes her eggs in the morning, and then he's like, "Remember that thing I said last night? I can't believe you believe that." <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, "Don't do anything stupid." So and she you're goes like, to the what? cops. Yeah, so she goes to the cops because she's a fucking smart lady being threatened by her ex-husband in the middle of the night. Yeah. Uh, and then she tells Stan not to come over because she's sick, but he comes over anyway, and he's like, yeah. I'm staying over, you need That's me. it, you need me, you need help, and really, like, you know, too, that he's really just keeping an eye out on her, like, it's not, like, out of the joy of his heart that he's like, oh, I'm spending time with my ex-wife and my child, it's yeah. like, oh no, he's making sure that she's not telling anyone what he told her. And he also, when he comes in, he's like, can you believe it? There was a seizure notice on my building, and he's, like, getting sued for the landlord, I don't know, some lady. So, because he's not paying his bills, because his business is going under, which is why he's fucking killing everyone in the shit. I guess. I guess. Like, once again, that's what we put together. Uh, Joyce kind of starts to look into it. She discovers that two of his dental assistants... Like, past dental assistants' husbands have been murdered. The lady who was suing him has now been murdered. And so she goes to the police again, and she's like, this is, like, some shit's going down. Which, like, already, like, once again, 
why did it take this lady going forward for the police to notice? This all seems very, like, obvious to me. That at least in some way this guy's involved. Because this guy's also then collecting money. Right. You know, like, how the fuck has that not been established already? That something fishy is going on around this guy and everyone's dying around this guy. Uh, I mean... I watched the Staircase Murder documentary, oh, and yeah. he only had two people die around him, and everyone was like, yeah. well, and everyone was like, well, he's fucking guilty. Yeah, and and I'm not saying he doesn't, but I'm just saying yeah. that's two, only two, and this dude's had, like, seven. Seven, yeah, and the cops, like, at, at first, the cops do not fucking believe her, even though that they know that these things have been happening, because they've been happening, like, recently, too, and, like, it takes them, like, them contacting everyone and being like yeah that's uh, still an unsolved case so i guess i guess it's true because they're just like oh a dentist wouldn't do this like uh, yeah the what, whole movie everyone's again? like um he's a dentist like so like a dentist is still like a human being and human beings kill other human beings like what why is it since one was like a dentist like every dentist just like these oh. people are trump supporters and yeah. i won't hear anything I to won't. the contrary <laughs> um that, so she talks to the FBI, and the FBI is Kelsey Grammer. Which, wow, this had to be, like, probably, like, the right before he made it big on Frasier. Yeah. Like, I don't think Frasier was out yet. It might have been, and if it was... I think it was. I think it was a pretty early show, but I could yeah. be wrong. But I don't know if he was, like, you know, every famous across America famous. But this no. is around that time. Um, and he says that if she is willing to work with them, that they will put her and her son into witness protection. Because, you know, they also have a son, and she needs to make sure that he is protected. Right. And at one point, she's like, well, you know, like, I don't want to ruin my son's life. And he's like, okay, but if you're right, your son is living with a multiple murderer. Yeah, like, essentially, your son is living with a serial killer, and you're just gonna, like, be cool with that. Like, yes, serial killer, raise my son. I have to mention this because I noticed it today. So, and this this is really sad, but how I read it was funny. Okay. Uh, there's someone in the Washington area that is what they're calling a serial cat killer. Oh, no. And they just keep killing cats, which oh, is no. fucking awful. However, when I saw the thing in the paper... It said serial cat killer, and it was this picture of this very angry cat. What? And I read it as a cat yes, serial killer. Yes, like a serial killer cat. <laughs> is like attacking oh, the neighborhood. No, that's a Lifetime movie I would watch. I, and I also would much prefer that reality than the reality that there's just someone going around Seattle fucking killing cats. Like, Well, it's not, I don't know that they've come to Seattle. It's like Olympia, Kent area. What the fuck? You know. Super fucked up. That's like a person who's like just a hair away from killing a bunch of people. Probably has. Yeah, probably yeah. has. Um, oh, anyway. God. So then they want to wire her home so that they yes. can hear. They Basically, they're like, if he says, I killed somebody, they can put him in jail. But if he, do, if he just, like, alludes to it, they cannot. Yeah. So, like, the whole movie is predicated on them needing him to say, I killed blank. Yeah. And so they want to wire her home so that they can catch him saying that. Um, and the first thing that happens is she's, like, talking to him. She makes up these, like, voicemails or, like, phone calls that she gets at home. Mm -hmm. And she gets him to mention that if he were to have done it, 
that he would have hired somebody. Like, he wouldn't have been so, quote-unquote, dumb to do it himself. Yeah. And she, Joyce, like, goes to Kelsey Grammer and is like, so that's enough, right? Like, we got him. Yeah, like, it. it's proof, right? It's proof. And he's like, no. Yeah. No, that's, that's just, he's just talking shit right now. Yeah, and still need a little bit more. Um, then... It comes out that the bomb that was used to kill, I don't know, one of these people, it's so fucking confusing, uh, was linked to the military, like, the specific bomb, whoever made it had some sort of link to the military. Yeah. And she asks him about it somehow, and he admits that he is an explosives expert. Yeah, because she, she, they were joking about how the police, like, keep on trying to frame him for these murders. And she was just like, well, you know, you're a dentist. You don't know explosives. And his hubris was like, oh, no. I'm actually very well trained in explosives. I trained underneath a military man. Right. And so, like, the FBI is like, oh, we're getting closer. Um, But also, because the FBI is sloppy, he's getting more and more paranoid that people are following him and that the room's being bugged. So then he threatens to kill her again and gets, like, really fucking creepy and shady and threatening and just being like, you better not mess up, Joyce. Like, oh, and they, they got a kitten, uh, and the kitten is, like, playing with the wire that's under the couch, which is a very wire. weird place. It, like, it looks like a USB cord, so I, it's very strange. And there's there was none of that shit in 1993. He would have known. And... It's also strange because, like, the FBI is hearing this, and they call the house, and they talk to Joyce, and they're like, get the cat away. So she gets the cat away, and then Stan, like, leaves and does something. But then, like, there's another scene where she's in the house, and she notices the death card from the tarot deck. Uh, where that wire was, and she looks out the window, and Stan's fucking just sitting in his car, staring at at the window, and then drives away. And it's never addressed that, like, he knows that there was a wire there. Like, it seems like he didn't even know. I don't think he did. It was very bizarre. Yeah. Um, and then... And I stopped right taking notes at this point. Yeah, well, this is when she decides that, you know, he's never going to say it out loud in a room that he's, like, familiar with and is in all the time because it could be bugs. So right. she decides to volunteer to wear a bug and yeah. to, like, be in an unfamiliar place and, like, try and get him to say it. And he essentially confesses at a restaurant when they're on a dinner date. Where he finally, like, breaks down and, is, and says it, like, I killed them all, they're right. It was and, like the jinx. Yeah, and then they fucking come in and arrest him, pretty much. I mean... And then that was... And that was fucking it. He did it, and it. then it ends, and then the credits start rolling about how this actually was real. He's in jail. He's in jail. Gloria she, went to jail. Jo- Gloria also went to jail and that Joyce and her son are somewhere in America in a federally protected program. Yeah. Like what? Okay, and right now I'm going to say we have been co- recording for 35 minutes. Okay. Not all of that was regarding the movie. No. This movie was an hour and a half. Yes. 
what? Why? What? Yeah, it was. It was what? so confusing. And it was like literally. It felt like it was shot by like someone who was possibly on drugs. Like I'm just gonna say yeah. that. Like every scene was crazier than the last. It was almost like it was like a dare. Like I dare you to make the next scene crazier than this scene. And it was. It wasn't that like what was happening was so wild. Even it was no. just that like it was for some reason very hard to follow. And there was just new shit that they kept bringing in. You're like, why are you talking about... Like, he just is murdering people, and now she they caught him. Yeah. I don't know. It was just another one of those Lifetime movies that they had too many fucking storylines. And you're wondering why they're choosing to focus on certain things. Like, yeah. honestly, they could have, like, either just really just have focused on planning on killing people for money, or they could have focused on... Her trying to figure him out instead of being yeah. like, it. The movie just couldn't make up its mind what the fuck it was. Yeah, you got everybody's perspective, and that was like too many perspectives. And no, like it turned out Don Swayze's entire character, poor Don Swayze, didn't even need to exist in this movie except to be like, oh, he's tied to convicts somehow. Well, and he he did have that point of like, if I were to do it, I would hire somebody, and like. Like, Don was there. Yeah. So that could have been a storyline. I guess. But it wasn't. He was just there as, like, the possibility of a storyline. I don't know. Yeah, because then he disappeared from the movie. After that second murder, he just totally Yeah, he was gone. So we have no idea what happened to him. And then... Uh, yeah, like, what? Also, the psychic mom... I would have watched a whole movie about Renata. Like, how she raised this guy telling him that she, that he needed to, like, be bad and break the rules to get ahead, and that's the only way he would get ahead, and, like, supporting him on that. She could have been his accomplice instead of Don Swayze. I mean, like, Don Swayze, sorry. You're great. Yeah. I literally don't know what his character's name was. Don't know. He's, don't, no idea. I don't know if he had one. I don't know if he was called one. I'm sure he has one on IMDb, but I don't know if, like, he said his name out loud. I don't remember. Oh, my God. This wasn't fun. No. No. I'm, this is not a fun one. I'm gonna get this. And this dude was, like, such a fucking womanizing piece of shit. Like, on top of being a murderer. Yeah. He was just a gaslighting piece of shit. But he also, like, so, you know, aren't these kind of people that can manipulate like, so many people over the course of decades and finagle Aren't they supposed to be, like, charming? Like, aren't they supposed to, like, be, well, it, like, endearing? Because there was at no point that I find, like... They didn't ever make his character, like, cool and no, manipulative and the, the in that way. The thing was that they just gave us the illusion that other people felt that way about him, but didn't let the viewer ever feel that way about him, so yeah. it just didn't make sense. You only saw him being a piece of shit. Yeah. And Kayla and I also talked about this, that, like, you know, when he was found cheating, his response was, well, statistics say that, like, <laughs> a bunch of men do this. And I had to bring up that it's, like, Throwing statistics at someone for your singular experience, that's not what statistics are for. They're no. there to, like, report a trend. They're not to say, my experience 
follow statistics and therefore you have nothing to say to the contrary like it's also like not a tool that is used to excuse shitty behavior no like just because there's a high percentage of people that do something which by the way i don't believe that most married men carry on affairs and cheat on their wives no i don't but even if they do even if they did that doesn't (laughs) make it uh, an appropriate excuse for you to be a shitty person. There in were your life. hella Nazis. Yeah, all of them were pieces so of shit. Yeah, so I many. I mean, that's not the statistics. Just doesn't help you, you know, ignore your behavior. It's, it's not. It's ridiculous. It's not an apology plan. Let's just say that it's not a. But shouldn't be in, in, a part of that situation. It's also something that does happen where people yeah. feel like that's the way to win an argument. Mm-hmm. And it's just not. And on top of that, social science statistics are very challenging. And, like, if you're going to use those, I would implore you to really be diligent in how you're reading those studies. Because yeah. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like this really worked out for him. And I think I'm just going to start using these statistics in my life. Like... Whenever, like, to what percent would you use? Them? Like, I will always eat a hundred percent of pizzas I see. Oh, well, you know, okay. I mean, like, that's a statistic I, I can use. Well, but that's what I was saying know. is, if a statistic is a hundred percent, at that point, it is relevant in your conversation. True. If a hundred or a hundred percent of people need water to survive, mm-hmm. then you saying, "Well, but I don't know if they need it." Yeah, is not valid. No, but I'm. I just feel but like But if it, it was 75% of people, then okay. Yeah. I just, I feel like it really works for this guy. I feel like, you know, he, uh... Yeah, he got away with it for, so, like, a couple days. I mean, like, why not? I just try. I'm just gonna try. I'm just gonna do that. Yeah. I think it's a good... I think, the uh, like, see statistics how, are on your side. Yeah, see how quickly I can um, alienate everyone in my life. I'd say within seven days. Oh, okay. So like a hundred percent of a week. A hundred percent of a week. <laughs> <laughs> um. So See this guys, is, working already. This is a little shorter of an episode because fuck this. It movie. was just so bad. Like there's there's nothing to talk about, but also like if we if we wanted to to describe to you every single scene so you could really understand this movie, it would take hours to describe. How every Ugh. single panel was different from the last and made no sense and didn't feel connected. The, the kitten was very cute, though. The kitten was consistently cute throughout 100% the movie. 100% of the 100% time. 100% kitty cat cuteness. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's... Aside from that... Aside from that, how many fleece blankets? One. Yeah. I one fleece Absolutely blanket. one. I would give it the shittiest, most threadbare blanket I, at this house. point, like, I want to start writing Lifetime and be like, okay, so you know this movie, Appointment for a Killing, here's the movie that I would have watched. Yeah. I would have watched A Murderous Dentist Who Killed People in His Chair. I would have watched A Murderous Dentist uh, Psychic Mom. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm I enthusiastically nodding my head in favor, by the way. Would have watched so many other things related yes. to this movie. I would have watched The Kitten Story. I love Milo oh and Otis. Oh my god, like, finding, finding the wire. Oh, oh, I would little, watch that. Little baby. Fluffy. Um, I mean, you know what? Maybe, like, we should. Maybe we should start writing just a very, like, 
brief letter, and maybe that's something we can add to our Patreon of, our ex- letters. like, dear <laughs> Lifetime, this is what I so much would have rather And then we'll make a, for. we'll make a book that's called, like, yes, Dear Lifetime. Dear Lifetime! And it'll be all yeah, We're copywriting this, by the way. I'm, I don't, I know that's don't not know how, how to do that. I don't know that that's not how a contract works, but it's a contract right we're now. We're saying it out loud. Say it, so don't steal it. Don't. Dear lifetime. 1,352 1300, of you don't steal Don't. It. Don't fucking steal it. So, yeah, I think... I don't know what we're watching next time. I don't know either, but I really hope that it's not a title that gets us excited. Well, we almost were going to watch a movie about a sex addict, and then both of us oh. were like, I'm sure there's a darker story that we don't want to know about, and then we looked it up, and there was. And so. it was, so... You, we're not going to do that to you again. Yeah, we are going to start doing at least a very quick search to just make sure that there isn't, like, crazy, fucked up, surprise topic. Surprise trauma that we don't want. Yeah, that we don't want to just, like, walk blindly into. That's horrible. And the thing is, like, trauma... It's not that... We don't want to acknowledge that trauma exists or that, like, we cannot watch a movie about it. But if that's, like, all that it's about and or it's surprise and we don't see it coming and all of a sudden we're traumatized, like, that's not chill and I don't want to do it. Yeah, because, you know, the gratuitousness of it, I don't know if that's a full word or not, but I'm going to make it one, uh, is not appropriate Uh -uh. and they shouldn't be capitalizing on that being the main thing. So yeah, so fuck that. We're not about it. We're not going to support it. And we support it by not watching that shit and telling you about it. But we also kind of support it by giving them $40 a year. But Hey man, we're going to make it a better network. We are. This podcast is going to change the world. We're doing it. Oh, and I did finally listen to that episode of Lifetime Uncorked where they shouted us out, yes. and that was so sweet. Oh my god, it was so rad. And that episode was really fun. Um, I mean, all of their episodes are really fun, but it was about this movie called I Killed My BFF, The Preacher's Daughter the Killing preacher's or something daughter. like that. Yeah, so they're ridiculous. And I really want to watch that movie it now. It looks like, so good. And it, it is a Lifetime movie, too. Hilarious. So right up our alley. Right up our alley. And... Their guest on that episode was saying that Lifetime movies are, like, Degrassi for adults. It is! And it's so Oh, my God. That's the descriptor I've been waiting for. I know. Thank you. Oh, and the final thing that I needed to mention about that is at the end of it, he said, we watch it so you don't have to, and we've been saying that, and I didn't know. Like, I don't know who said it. I'm assuming they said it first. Probably. We were were not trying to copy them. Like, I had no idea that they were even saying that. But also. Really sorry, but, you know. That's what we're both doing, I think. There's there's this thing where it's called a lifetime language now. (laughs) And they speak it, we speak it, you know. We should just accept each other as cousin podcasts and not stress about it. No. We are friends. I like them. They like us, I think. Yeah. I God, I hope so. Yeah. I just want someone to like us. Oh my goodness. Oh goodness. I just want a ten thousand babe score. That's, that's all, all that's all I want forever is to be bigger than Bieber. So we have a Patreon if you want to support us mm-hmm. and our uh, Rainier and Weed habits. For sure. So that we can continue making new episodes, um, which we plan to do. Oh yeah. We're also on Instagram and on Facebook, and we're super friendly, and we like weird shit. Obviously, you do, too, because you're still listening. 
I hope so. Yeah. Totally. Otherwise, we're just talking to ourselves, which is also Pretty fine. Much. Well, the dogs are here. They need a show. We're They're giving them a free show very every week. Asleep, to be yeah. Fair. Oh, oh no, Raider's eyes are open. Yeah. He's like staring at your shoes. Well, you know, they're good shoes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we're gonna go pick a new movie. Okay. And I'm Jill. And I'm Kayla. And we are. I, I wanna, wanna wear, wear your skin. skin. Bye. Bye.